Go wild with Nation Gear's end of regular season merch madness sale. Nation Gear is offering our favorite fans 20% off all regular season merch. And we're going to give you free shipping on any orders over $200. Stock up your closet for the playoffs. Rep your team and grab that merch you've been eyeing up all season long. Don't wait. This sale only lasts from April 1st until April 7th. Shop the sale at nationgear.ca. Burrow is a furniture company known for timeless design and thoughtful construction and free shipping. And that extends to their outdoor collection. Their outdoor furniture is built to withstand the elements, featuring rust-proof stainless steel hardware, weather-ready teak, and quick-dry foam cushions. For Memorial Day, get 15% off your Burrow purchase at burrow.com slash ACAST and up to 25% off outdoor. That's up to 25% off outdoor furniture at burrow.com slash ACAST. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with Plush Care. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at PlushCare.com slash weight loss. That's PlushCare.com slash weight loss. PlushCare.com slash weight loss. You know, like yep. If we can walk in as hot as we are, then I think that we can take this game or take this series in three. Hello and welcome to Blue Jays today where we always have something to say about the Blue Jays. I'm your host, Nicholas Playlog. And I'm your host, Adam Peddle. And today we're going to be breaking down the playoff picture between Blue Jays versus Rays. Who's going to win the series? What are the matchups looking like? What are the pitchers looking like? What are the lineups looking like? We want to break down everything and get you all the information you need before the game starts this Tuesday. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. This is a meaty matchup. Before we get into it, please make sure to like and subscribe and comment down below. Wow. Okay. So we mm. these guys have been a thorn in our ass. They've been for, a thorn in our ass forever. Exactly. That's, that's what I was saying, man. Like, they have been around. They have been a problem. Uh, and it seems like for as long as at least I've been a, a fan of baseball, mm-hmm. like, they've bred. Um, they have just bred elite pitching. The Tampa Bay the Rays. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. You know, they, for some something about their system, their coaching, maybe it's in the water, you yeah, know? Yeah, who knows? Uh, but Down like, there in Florida. They, they have elite pitching, and... And this group is no different than that, man. Mm-hmm. Like, you want to break down some of the guys that we're going to be seeing? Yeah, yeah. so we're going to be seeing we, – we've known uh, for days now mm-hmm. uh, who who they were going to play in game one, two, and three. Game one, they have Blake Snell. Game two, they have Tyler Glass now. And in game three, they have Charlie Morton. So definitely yeah. nothing easy. However, they're, they're guys they're, – they're like any other pitcher. They can be beaten. Mm-hmm. And, and there's different ways that we could beat them. Absolutely, yeah. And, like, they're, like, they are good, though. Yeah. They are good. You have their, like, their season stats right here? Uh, Well, I got a couple of them, yeah. yeah. Like, I was looking specifically at, at Snell and Glass mm-hmm. now, you know, because we're not, we don't know for sure. Hopefully, we <laughs> we don't even need to get to Charlie Moore, yeah. assuming that we could win the first two games. Mm-hmm. Um, But Snell has done, uh, he's done, you know, Blake, 
Snell stuff yeah. for this year, basically. Oh, yeah. He's been rocking a 3.24 ERA. His whip is at 1.2. Uh, you know, he's got a K rate of, of 31%. That's, you know, well above MLB oh, God, average. Yeah. Uh, one thing that I noticed about him, too, like, he's he's always been, um, like, around league average as far as launch angle from uh, players' bats, like, coming off of you mm-hmm. know, his pitches. Uh, but this year, man, like he has like really cut that in half basically, and his launch angle is six point six degrees. Now yeah. that's around what Vladdy Guerrero does, and we harp yeah. on him about it all yeah. the time. Snell, um, Snell's creating Vladdy Guerrero launch angles. Exactly, exactly. So you know he's getting a lot of ground balls and getting out of stuff, and his expected batting average is two thirty two right now. Yeah. So across the board, he's been doing really really well yeah and part of the reason why he's doing so well is his ability to use his pitches and get batters out so he throws his four seam fastball 50 percent of the time which, which is yeah a 95 miles per hour mm-hmm. <laughs> fast it's so, fast and but this is the pitch uh, he also throws a change up 20 percent of the time at 88 so that's a drop of seven miles per hour that's pretty good mm. but this is the pitch that we I told you about before yeah, and that slider. shocks me. It's a slider. He throws it fifteen percent of the time, uh, eighty-seven miles per hour. But what, what shocks me about it is the batting average on a slider is zero three three. So he, he I think he's had one hit all year yeah, off it, of his slider. Now, granted, granted, you know it's been a shortened season, mm-hmm. and I looked at it and. That's on thirty-one uh, like basically pitches. Yeah. Um, you know so. He's gotten one hit. It was a single off 31 pitches. Mm-hmm. You know, who knows what that would have been had, you know, the pitches gone, you know, over the course yeah. of the whole season. However, it is clear that, you know, it is putting people away yeah. right now. And I was looking at his whiff rate on it, and it's pretty bloody high, man. Yeah, yeah. like he likes to use it against the lefties because he's a, he's a left-handed pitcher. So, you know, our Biggio and Driver Shaw are going to have to make an adjustment and, and not chasing that pitch. Yeah. Uh, it's kind of hard, though, because that pitch looking out of the hand looks like a fastball. The spin is so fast, you can't see the seams. Mm-hmm. It looks like a fastball coming in the coming over the heart of the plate, and then it'll just dive it'll right into the bottom yeah. left corner. Well, my worry about a guy like uh, Blake Snell and then also a guy like Tyler Glasnow, um, you know, Tyler Glasnow's average fastball is 97. Mm-hmm. Blake Snell is 95. Yeah. Now, I was trying to find statistics on, you know, what – our team has done four fastballs over 95 mm-hmm. miles per hour. And I was having a hard time doing it, but I, I can specifically remember, um, mm-hmm. you know, Buck uh, tossing it out there and being like, we have struggled immensely on fast fastballs. Yeah. And our team is primarily, you know, we're really good at hitting the off-speed stuff. Now, what's kind of <laughs> shit for us <laughs> here <laughs> is that these guys are really good at throwing yeah. the off-speed stuff. But that's that's the problem that we we have to make a choice, and we can't be in between. Because yes, we are good at hitting the off-speed stuff. Mm-hmm. However, Blake Snell's fastball batting average against is three twenty-six. So players actually can hit his fastball when he'll he'll challenge batters. Now. Do, because he could throw it right over the heart of zone and it's 95 plus, do we swing at those ones and lock ourselves in? Yes, we're going to attack the fastball early because I certainly don't want to be facing his slider, and that's for sure. Yeah. As well as his curveball, which is also a batting average of 132. However, his changeup is a 259, and he also throws it primarily to, our, to right-hand hitters. So that's something that the right-handers can look for. And I think the lefty's got to stick with that fastball. I think, um, I think we're going to know after, like, 
the first go through of the lineup. Uh, you know, I think that they should, their game plan in my mind should be like, come in looking for the fastball because he does throw it like 50% of the time. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> see wh- how that's working. And if he starts adjusting to you and tossing more of his off-speed stuff, mm-hmm. then, you know, in your next at-bat, maybe change your approach. Yeah. Um, and, and that's going to be an in-game sort of alteration. Yeah. We're going to have to see what is going on. One thing I'd like to note about Blake Snell is that He's actually, and this was kind of shocked me, he's never actually had an outing this whole season of going six innings. Wow. Yeah. So they really kind of kept him on short rest. His maximum uh, inning count was 5.1. Now, granted, he did come into the year uh, injured. Um, So, like, I remember, like, the first month or month and a half or so, they were kind of working him, like, two innings, three innings, three and a half innings, like, stuff like that. And and he's worked his way now to, you know, five, like, regularly getting five innings, Mm -hmm. 5.1 innings. I think that's good for us, the, the fact that, you know, he hasn't done a full, you know, six innings, seven innings. I do, however, think that they're going to give yeah. him, um, they're going to unleash him now. Yeah, I think uh, they're not going to hold him to five innings. Yeah. They're going to let him go. If he's if he is go. pitching well, um, then there is no question to me that he could, you know, work his way mm-hmm. into seven innings perhaps. Yeah. Um, That's going to be a tough game one against Blake Snell, especially, especially now, now that we have. Yeah, we're pitching, we're pitching Matt Shoemaker. We're pitching Matt Shoemaker. Um, I, I don't understand this decision. Like, even in, I just don't, I actually like, and I've been trying my best to, to yeah. wrap my head around it. I, I don't. The negatives to me far outweigh yeah. the positives. Yeah, know? like it, it just it doesn't make any sense. And like today when I when I see that uh, when I, when I saw that match shoemaker was announced for game one, I was trying to find some sort of like. Oh well, but here's a thing that could be good, and mm-hmm. and and maybe like this 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 is the reason why because it just doesn't make sense. Yeah, um, Shoemaker's batting average against face in the Rays is 192. So I mean that's a thing. Yeah, <laughs> um, and he and he's handled the lineup pretty well. Uh, handled the Tampa Bay Rays, but other than that, like he's he's coming off an injury and. Hello, it's game one well, of the wildcard series. Like, why are we pitching our number one or number two right now? That's the thing, man. He had one start in September yeah. for three innings. Yeah. He's pitched three innings in the month of September. That, to me, like, to now be putting a guy who, even though, you know, he did, he's, he had three starts against the Rays, one very good one, one average one, and one not so great one, but mm-hmm. also not a blow up either. Yeah, yeah. Um, and his ERA this year has been 4.71, so not that great either. And he's coming off this injury and hasn't, you know, been in the swing of things. I don't see the argument here for, for yeah. putting this guy out here. And, and that, That's my only argument is that because Montoya said again and again, he's a stats guy, and they look at the yeah. stats and the numbers. Well, and it's, you you know, know, and we, just, we just heard from Montoya that, you know, his uh, like argument for this is like we gotta be creative. Yeah, that's that's creative. the word he said. He must have said that word like maybe five or six times. He's like, yeah. well, we gotta be creative. And then the, you know, and the guy was like, because the initial question was, well, why why are you doing this? Well, like, why are you pitching your ace? Yeah, yeah. And he goes, we gotta be creative. And then he's like, do you think maybe you're overthinking this? A little yeah, bit? literally, um, literally. You know, like statistically, it's been proven it's better to pitch your ace. And he's like, yeah, well, no, we gotta be creative. It's like, it's like okay, what, what is the reasoning? Yeah, no one's, no one's, 
being creative, like you could, oh, I'll put freaking Stripling. I'll put Roark in there to start game one. That's pretty creative because no one's thought of it before. Yeah. Like, is that what are, you, what are you talking about? I wish that Montoya would explain better his decision making. Like, actually say, well, we're doing this because X, Y, Z. Because mm-hmm. I literally have no idea. Well, and that that is the thing to me, you know, is like, he sounds so much like a politician up there yeah. sometimes. And like, that's, that's the vibes that I got right there, man mm-hmm. is like full politician. There's a commercial that Adam and I harp on all the time. <laughs> and it's like, we trust this brand. We trust this brand. And they don't actually say why they trust yeah. the brand. Yeah, and yeah. that's what I'm getting from Charlie Montoya right now. If you could give me a legitimate argument yeah. and you, and you say, this is why, this is the reasoning. Mm-hmm. Here are the numbers to back it up. Okay, you know what? At least you have you have yeah. a reasoning, and I can respect that. Yeah. But right now, I don't see any logical reason, yeah. and that's, I think, why I'm frustrated mm-hmm. at this decision. Now, he did give <laughs> a reasoning for why Ryu is pitching Game 2 against Tyler Glass now. Mm-hmm. It's because Ryu was forced to pitch on Thursday to try and clinch the postseason, and he needed an extra day of rest. Mm-hmm. Now, and, and, and Ryu has actually pitched better uh, statistically on an extra day of rest. So I'm like, okay, that's a reason. I'll take it. Yeah, you know exactly. I mean? And you know what? As much as I would like to see, uh, you know, our ace taking the mound in game mm-hmm. one, leading us out there, I can understand that, you know? Yeah. And his ERA does drop by about, excuse me, half a point um, when he does get that extra day's rest. Yeah. So, you know, that's good. We could probably steal that game from Tyler Glass now. now. Yeah. But the reasoning behind pitching Shoemaker instead of Taiwan Walker. No, that makes no sense. Now, that to me, I, I don't understand because Taiwan Walker, not only has he, you know, been very solid for us yeah. this since we acquired him, he's warmed up, he's not been injured, you know, he's ready to go, and, and I think as of right now, he is 100% our number two. Yeah, and, like, I would actually hate it if we get swept in two games and we ha- we didn't pitch Tywan Walker, who we traded for at the deadline. Mm-hmm. We traded for him to pitch in the postseason, mm-hmm. and we're not even doing that. Mm-hmm. Maybe we might not even be doing that. He's definitely pitching game three, thankfully. I swear mm-hmm. to God, if they they put like Rourke. Mm-hmm. They're like, oh, we're being creative. No, yeah, no I'd be no, pissed. No, no. But you know what? It is what it is, and we have to take it. Um, Snell versus Shoemaker. Snell versus Shoemaker. If, if That's we can, game one. if we can somehow win that game, we will. We should win the series. Yeah, I, I do. I do think somehow. that you know, like that. That has got to be. And it's it's a, it seems like a big risk. It's like a high risk, high reward thing. You know, it's like yeah. I do like the matchup of Ryu on Glasnow. Like I think that coming into that. We're probably looking like the favorites here, mm-hmm. but when you look at the matchup of Blake Snell against Matt Shoemaker, like I would oh. say that we are kind of a severe oh, underdog yeah, severe. in this. I do want to speak about our lineup a little bit though, because yeah. uh, you know even though Snell is super hard, yeah, our lineup's been doing really well, and yeah. uh, even though the Tampa Bay Rays over their last ten are eight mm-hmm. and two, mm-hmm. uh, over our last seven we're six and one. Yeah. Um, so we're super hot. We're super hot right yeah. now, and and our guys are looking good, man. Oh, you, yeah. Do you have some of their? Oh yeah. Our yeah. last seven games, I looked at for uh, some of our main pieces of our batting order. Biggio's hitting two sixty nine. That's good for Biggio. Mm-hmm. Then we got some big numbers here. We got Pichette at three hundred. 
Grichik hitting 385, Guerrero hitting 444, Guriel hitting 357, Kirk hitting 412, wow. Shaw's even hitting 300. Nice. And the one the one little downside, one of our best hitters all year, Hernandez, is hitting 207. Mm-hmm. But you know what? If everyone else can make up for it, that would be great. Exactly. Uh, you know, it's like you need to have, to be winning baseball games, I find like you got to have like at least, you know, four guys popping off right now. Oh, yeah. Now. We got a and, bunch. And, and we have more than four guys. So that is absolutely amazing. Yeah. You were also saying to me before this video that their guys yeah. are pretty bloody cold. They're very cold. And I can't even pronounce like half their names because mm-hmm. I don't even know who well, they are. I know the first guy is Tsutsugo. Tsutsugo. So um, he's he's hitting 167. This is all last seven. 167 hitting is for Tsutsugo. Brandon Lau is hitting 238. So, you know. Not it's pretty bad for Brandon Lau. Yeah, and then Arozarena, Arena, and he's the one guy's actually doing decent, hitting two eighty six. Now mm-hmm. Nate Lau's hitting one forty three. Kiermaier is hitting oh ninety five. Um, Brasso is in two eleven, and Adamas is in two twenty two. Mm-hmm. The one guy in their lineup that is hitting is doing very well right now, and that's Joey Wendell hitting yeah. four twenty three. Yeah, so Joey Wendell is hot as hell, yeah. but everyone else is doing cold. Pretty cold. Yeah. So this is the time. This mm. is the time in a three-game series to try and win it. Yeah. I would say, too, it's like their lineup to me, like, they don't have they don't have any star power. You know? Yeah. They don't have any any names on there where I'm like, oh, my God, like, watch out. Like, yeah. it's Juan Soto. Yeah. You know, yeah. it's, it's Rakuna Jr. It's like, no, like, like, all of these guys are, you know... I don't mean to be rude here, but no. <laughs> like average guys that are on, you know, playing on a great team. See, and that's the thing is like the water, man. The, mm-hmm. Like we're saying, the water in Florida turns these guys into good guys. Like, well, and and it's weird, man. It's like they don't have they don't have a single batter that's hit hitting over three hundred this year in their lineup. Yeah, no, it, not a single one. No. And I was looking at some of our like you know over the course of twenty twenty our statistics to theirs offensively. Mm-hmm. Yeah, let's see. Um, like their average is two thirty eight as a team. That's below average. That's, that's pretty, like that's you know bad. pretty low. Yeah. Ours is two fifty five. That's a that's little good. bit above average. You know, decently good for us. Their on base percentage is three points higher than ours at three twenty eight. Ours is three twenty five. This what is they all can do. team stats, by the way, guys. Um, slugging, we're doing a bit better than them. Uh, we're at four forty one. They're at four twenty five. Mm-hmm. OPS. They're at 753. We're at 766. One thing, however, that I did think was really interesting is that the Tampa Bay Rays actually lead the league right now. Well, I guess right now they will forever yeah, lead yeah, the league over, because yeah. it's over now. Yeah. Um, in strikeouts, uh, batter strikeouts. Yeah, wow. batter strikeouts. They had 608 to our 508. Wow. And they were well in first place as far as wow. striking out goes. So they do K. Quite a bit. Yeah. Um, and that has to be, you know, like, I think if we do pitch Shoemaker, yeah. then we have to get in a guy like Robbie Ray, yeah. who is very yeah. good yeah. with striking people out, because it's clear that they're susceptible yeah. to the strikeouts. Absolutely. Absolutely. We got to be able to, you know, get the, get the strikeouts when we can. Mm-hmm. And I, th- I think what I, I was just thinking is like one of the big, one of the keys to winning the series, I believe, from the Blue Jays. We have to, because we're going to be facing good pitching. You're not going to get out of that. We're going to be facing good pitching mm-hmm. all season long. we got to be able to rely on our power that we've, that we've displayed, and we got to be able to get timely home runs. 
you know, like once when they make a mistake, we have to capitalize because I can believe in like this games. The games have all been for Tampa Bay Rays. We're not going to see blow up games like against the New York Yankees or Baltimore or Boston, Philly. We're not going to see those games. We're going to get tight, tight, close games. And the difference makers could be one swing of a bat uh, on either side. Agreed. Agreed. No, I think that like we're going to need to capitalize when we have runners in scoring position. That has to be it, you know, because we're not going to get that many chances i don't think like no. the you know glasnow and snell like they don't walk a lot of guys no. they don't give up a lot of hits glasnow strikes out a crap load of guys Gas- glasnow <laughs> has a 38.2 percent strikeout rate one of the best in the league yeah also uh like just before we pivot from this batting stats one thing i do want to know i also looked at um our stats when we're home and when we're away and it is too bad that we're away because at Buffalo we did phenomenal. Yeah. Um, away we hit two thirty nine. Um, yeah. That's not ideal. Um, however, and this is kind of strange, the Tampa Bay Rays have done better um, away than they did at their mm-hmm. own home ballpark, and they were hitting two twenty eight at their own home. Oh, ballpark. okay. I'll still take that. So, um, <laughs> like you know, if you're thinking about two twenty eight to two thirty eight, there's not going to be a lot of hits going down, no. especially with this pitching. Yeah, so it's going to be pitching. You know, I could definitely see this coming down to, uh, you know, a home run. Yeah, you literally. Know, like a singular, like, Vladdy Guerrero dinger, and, yeah. like, we can win the game off of that. Two to three, we're going to see, like, four to five. Like, that's going to be the score, like, mm-hmm. max one, one of it. What do you think, <laughs> um, like, for this first Shoemaker game? Yeah. Like, how many innings are we giving this guy? Five. I'd say he goes five innings. Do you think that we go, like, Robbie Ray post that? Because, and here's the thing, mm-hmm. man, is, like, he hasn't pitched five innings in, you know, a month and a half. Yeah, like two but months. I also think it is playoff time, and they're going to stretch him. Mm-hmm. That's what they're going to do. They're going to try and stretch him. If he's pitching well, he's going to go five innings. If not, he goes four. And then I would like to see a Robbie Ray coming in, because uh, we're not going to pitch Walker. And I don't want to pitch no extended middle guys, long relief guys that are that – are, Garbage to get us innings that we've mm-hmm. done all regular mm-hmm. season. It's time to it's time to pitch our best pitchers. I'd like to see a Ray in that inning yeah. uh, to give him extension because Ryu tomorrow or the day after should be able to give us six seven. Um, so put Ray in there and then have our good bullpens Dolis and Bass in the last part. Yeah, and I mean like I think ideally for me I would probably get four out of uh, Shoemaker and then maybe even four out of Ray and then mm-hmm. a closer. Yeah, um, although like. <laughs> You know, we're talking a lot about Robbie Ray. His numbers haven't been great no. this year either. He's got an ERA of 6.2 or 6.62. Oh, good. Um, he's had a couple starts where he's just gotten, like, blown up. Um, yeah, I mean, like, his walk rate is 17.9%. Yeah. Like, really, really bad. Ray, his whip is 1.9. We are rolling the dice yeah, on Ray, this Ray is, start. Ray is literally like, all right, if you roll over, four and over, it's going to be right there on the money, but three and under, I don't know. Yeah, no, I know. He's he's one of those guys, and it's, it's really interesting. It's like, if he's not striking you out, then he's probably walking you or giving you up a hit. He yeah. doesn't really get a lot no. of outs otherwise. No, you know? no. Like a lot of his outs are from the strikeouts, and when it's not, it's like probably a hit. Yeah, yeah. So what do you so what do you think then? Um, like, are we gonna win? Yeah. Like, what's our predicts? Okay, so game one. We're, I'm predicting we're, we're probably gonna lose. I really hope not. But I say if we're gonna lose a game, it's gonna be game one. Yeah. Um. And then... I, yeah. I mean, like, if I... Okay, because yeah, here's the thing, man. It's like, 
We are we are the underdog, I guess. Yeah. But like these guys are very beatable, you know. Yeah, like, they I'm are. actually I'm I'm genuinely not that worried about their batting lineup. No. It's more like the pitching yeah. ineptitude from our guys that scares me. <laughs> yeah. um, Seriously. So it's like I'm not so worried about their bats. I think that yeah, like we could lose game one and then we could win the next two. Like I think that we can take down Glass now. And Charlie Morton, like, even though his name is Charlie Morton and, you know, he's, like, done a lot of postseason pitching before and mm-hmm. is obviously very, very good, has struggled this year. You know, his ERA yeah. is above five. Yeah. Like, Walker, I think, can easily go toe-to-toe with that guy. Yeah. And then it's going to come down to the bats, you know. Like, yep. if we can walk in as hot as we are, then I think that we can take this game or take this series in three. Yeah, I was about to say, Jays in three, I'm saying. Mm-hmm. Jays in three. Like, they're so beatable. Glasnow, hit the fastball. Snout, hit the fastball. <laughs> like, like it's, and Morton, Morton, what, what was my keys then? Um, oh, attack his sinker. His sinker is batting average at 342. So, stick with your game plan, hitters. Hitters, you're going to do great. Pitchers, your key to success is live on the edges and stay long, uh, long throughout the game. Keep your pitch count low. I don't want to see us getting into the ugly parts of our pitching staff. No, no, no. We, That's we, we definitely we cannot afford to be getting into the ugly parts of our pitching nope. staff. And, you know, like, it, it's going to be coming down to... We're going to know, I think, in the first inning how many innings Shoemaker is going to get. Yeah. Like, if he's, if he's up to about 20 pitches, then yeah. I think that they could pull him, like, very soon. Yeah, you four know? max. For yeah. max, yeah. you know, like I could even see a three out of him depending on his command. Yeah. Um. So ideal lineup for you. For the for the Blue Jays. Yeah, ideal lineup. You yeah. Because I know I, like Charlie Montoya has been like oops, screwing around and doing stuff that we don't like yeah. sometimes. I think for right now, based on how hot we've been, I'd go Kevin Biggio, Bo Bichette. Um. Ooh, and honestly, right now, I'd throw Guerrero third with how hot he's been swinging it and Hernandez slumping. Then I'd go Hernandez, Grichik. Uh, then who do we have after that? Oh, actually, whoa. Guriel. Guriel, my God. Okay, so I'll go Biggio Bichette. I would ideally, but he's not going to do this. <laughs> he's not no, going to do this the, at the, all. This is us. Like, I, okay. I, like you're going, I think I, I would. I, yeah. I'll, go, I'll go Biggio, Bichette, Guriel, Guerrero, um, Hern, Hernandez, Grichik, and then one, and then the last seven, eight, nine could be whoever's catching Kirk um, and VR. Mm-hmm. Uh, whoever's going to be in that game for defensive. Stuff. Yeah, I, I agree with you throughout that first six, and then yeah, like I would probably have it be you know because that you know when we're doing Ryu and stuff like mm-hmm. we're probably going to get in. Um, like, is Kirk is Kirk catching game one? Uh, he's know. DHing game one. Okay. Oh, no, because he's, he was supposed to... There's game two. Yeah. Kirk is going to be DHing, but he might be he catching might be Shoemaker. catching in game one yeah. for Shoemaker. And then DHing in game mm-hmm. two, and then it'd probably be if catching he, Taiwan Walker. If he is catching in game one, then I would like to have uh, Jonathan Davis in there mm-hmm. at, uh, like, at that nine spot and have VR, like, so it's like... You go, uh, like, Kirk, uh, VR, Jonathan Davis. Yeah, yeah. Um, and then, like, the six that you said. Yeah. Uh, that would be my ideal lineup. Like, Davis is, like, nice yeah. right now in the – like, he made a good, good – Oh, uh, yeah. He's good play. defensively. Yeah, and, like, he's, you know, fast, man. It's like, yeah. get that guy in that nine spot and, like, turn over the lineup. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. I think uh, what it's probably going to be is Biggio, Bichette, Hernandez, 
Grichik, Guerrero, Shaw, and then, and then the last three. Well, Guriel. Oh, Guriel. Sorry, yeah, Guriel, then Shaw, then another two. Yeah, yeah. You, you got to yeah. be it. I mean, like, I really don't want to see any stupidity of, like, Travis no. Shaw in the three spot. Or, no. You know, like, we've already been stupid enough by pitching Matt Shoemaker. Yeah. We don't need any we more need dumbness. Oh, I'm, I'm nervous. I'm excited, nervous. Wow. Yeah, well, it's be crazy. the good thing, too, is, you know, uh, and a lot of people are saying this, and I agree with them, we have over-exceeded our expectations. Yeah. We finished the season at 32 and 28. Yeah. What did you predict? You were 27 I was tw- and... 27 and 33. Yeah, and I think I was, what, 28? Yeah. And, yeah, I mean, so that's beautiful. pretty bloody good. Like, good that work, was five, five more wins than you said, four more yeah. wins than I said. I'm happy with this. And, yeah. and coming into this year, too, like... We were talking about, like, from a fan perspective, mm-hmm. we wanted them to go 500. Like, yeah. how nice it would be for them to go 500, and they went slightly above 500. Yeah. So, congratulations, Blue Jays. Anything you do past this is just gravy. Yeah. But if you could win the World Series, that'd be great, because we have money down on it. And that'd be great. we would win a lot. <laughs> Absolutely. Oh, I would love to see them go moving on, facing the Twins or the Yankees in a five-game set. Ooh. Yeah. Well, dude, it's like anything can happen, right? It's like, like we were uh, our fantasy playoffs just happened mm-hmm. and um you know like look like this is this is playoffs for you, you know it's like yeah. like adam basically spent like his first like five or six rounds yeah, yeah. or something draft picks next year and then like we both got taken out by a guy who like barely bought in yeah at all uh, you know picked up random guys where i'm like who are you? Like who? Who? I didn't know like half his lineup. <laughs> Literally, but he got the dub, and it's yeah. like anything can happen. You know that that underdog story. So mm-hmm. this would be an underdog story that I would love if Absolutely. they could go a little bit deeper into the postseason. Absolutely, let's get it, Jays. Let's beat him in three. Mm-hmm. Let's beat him in three. Guys, let us know what you think down in the comments down below about this series upcoming with the Tampa Bay Rays. Also, too. We are going to be going live, I believe, mm-hmm. on our Instagram yes. during the first two games at least. Mm-hmm. So please make sure to come and join us if yes. you want to watch along with us and drink some beers with us and yep. talk and do whatever. We're just going to be hanging out. Yeah, so. yeah, absolutely. And make sure to also subscribe, hit that notification button, and follow us on our podcast platforms, which are Google Podcasts, Spotify, Anchor, Radio Public, and Breaker. And also follow us on that Instagram page. Thanks so, so much for watching, and And most importantly, Go Jays, go! When you're drinking a frozen beverage from McDonald's, your brain may not like how refreshingly cold it is, but the rest of your body, oh yes, it's gonna relish every moment of it, because there are drinks, then there are drinks from McDonald's. Get all the chill you need for just $1.69. From any size frozen drink, like a frozen Fanta Blue Raspberry, to a new ice-cold lemonade. Prices and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Why don't more infant formula companies use organic, grass-fed whole milk instead of skim? Why don't more infant formula companies use the latest breast milk science? Why don't more infant formula companies run their own clinical trials? Why don't more infant formula companies use more of the proteins found in breast milk? Why don't more infant formula companies have their own factories instead of outsourcing their manufacturing? We wondered the same thing. So we made Byheart, a better formula for formula. Learn more at byheart.com. 
Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market.